This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. Greg, new week. We got that cattle on feed report to end Friday. What are things looking like? Uh, how is that going to affect markets today? Well, it was a back-and-forth uh, session uh, for the overnight in the greens uh, last night. We started out uh, weak, uh, did find some uh, some buying, finished uh, just off the highs in the beans. Corn uh, also just off the highs, but mostly unchanged. Same thing with the wheat, uh, back-and-forth of uh, of unchanged, just slightly lower after the after the close there. Um, the, we are seeing a lot of pressure in the, uh, in the uh, energy markets uh, here this morning. You've seen the natural gas takeoff. That's a whole different situation, but the crude oil, uh, with uh, with it being down about three dollars, really a lot of that is attributed to uh, concerns about China. They have that uh, massive drought over there. It's not necessarily an agricultural deal, though. Although you could make it. Uh, uh, make the case for a little bit of it, but it's more of a manufacturing situation. They run uh, a lot on hydropower over there with the drought and, and uh, the water situation being as, as dry as it is. It takes away a lot. <clears throat> it also gives them a reason to to need to back off of uh, electrical use for their manufacturing, which again, kind of in turn pushes uh, pushes crude use uh, in demand uh, to the uh, to the wayside there. So that puts a little bit of pressure on things. You mentioned the uh, cattle on feed report it was a little bit bearish. Uh, you had the uh, placements uh, came in a little bit uh, <clears throat> a little bit lower than uh, than expected, or a little bit higher than expected there. Um, the uh, marketings were a little bit lower than expected. This market's in a solid uptrend right now. So if we were to see a uh, a little bit of a setback off of this uh, this uh, slightly bearish report, it wouldn't be a surprise. These markets do need to see a little bit of back and fill from time to time just to uh, to stay uh, uh, stay positive or or stay uh, stay healthy. Um, looking at uh, meat prices, it does look like. Uh, uh, Beef in particular is starting to come down or has been coming down and continues to come down in price at the uh, grocery counter. So that is a good sign. Uh, we do uh, have some concerns about the uh, the inflation situation uh, as we move forward, though. And now I, I got to ask, we know that grains always pull weight with the livestock, but do the livestock reports ever pull some weight on grains when you look at the numbers and say, hey, maybe we won't be consuming as much corn and soy meal? They can. They, we we would look more to the uh, to the quarterly or the uh, the biannual uh, reports like the hogs and pigs report or the uh, uh, the cattle report that we get uh, uh, every six months. Mostly just trying to get, gauge what what it looks like from a an overall production uh, standpoint. Uh, these monthly reports don't necessarily give us that much of an indication. They can give us a little bit of an idea, maybe three to six months out, but it's more the uh, uh, the big inventory numbers that we're looking for on that. And then, you know, looking at the hog side of things, you know, we don't have a report uh, on that until the end of next month. But that market, as we talked last week, was in a very, very good uptrend. And then all of a sudden the bottom dropped out of it. So we went from looking uh, very strong, just like the uh, the cattle did, to uh, Tuesday through, uh, through Friday last week, uh, big sell-off in that market. So we're back uh, below 100 on all of those uh, hog contracts. Uh, not necessarily the most healthy thing. It's You had an outside day down on Tuesday, and that uh, looks like it's uh, uh, putting a little bit of a negative uh, spin to that uh, market as we start the uh, start this week then, too. Now, I know the crop tours are starting, uh, Pro Farmers tours are starting. Are we expecting to see any uh, uh, big shifts coming out of what they find there, especially in some of the drought-stricken areas and maybe the places that did get too much rain? 
Well, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Uh, we don't necessarily, you know, we, we're all looking for what they say on Thursday for their final number. But the state-by-state state information is is interesting because, you know, you go up to uh, to South Dakota and, and you run across uh, Nebraska, and we know that those have been the driest areas, but there's there's so much irrigation over there. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how well that irrigation holds up because I've heard from some producers out there that, even even the irrigated stuff is not holding up as well, so it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, they can hang on to that. And then you've got uh, some of the stuff across uh, s- central and southern Illinois. I don't know how much of that'll get uh, get caught, or the stuff across central and and southern Indiana and Ohio uh, that where it was too wet uh, there for too uh, for a while. Um, but it sounds like the the it's a tale of the haves and have-nots right now. It's the eastern corn belt, maybe po- a portion of Iowa versus the western corn belt and uh, it does sound like there's uh, there's a distinct difference between the two it looks like the uh, the eastern corn belt looks uh, pretty gosh darn good and then the western corn belt is okay to meh yeah that's when i talked to the nebraska farmer right before our iowa state fair and he was saying that they had already stopped irrigating because they didn't want to deplete their groundwater any more than it was because it wasn't doing any good anymore and so they said it was it was steaming off practically before it could even soak into the ground. So in that way, you know, you kind of see where they want to conserve what little water they got out in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's been something we've been hearing for the last uh, few weeks and and uh, even last month and a half or so is the uh, just the um, the sheer amount of heat that they had uh, coupled with all that uh, uh all that dryness uh, really did uh, hurt uh, hurt everything. It wasn't just a an irrigated versus dryland situation like we've seen in the past out there. It was it was everything because you just could not keep uh, could not keep it uh, moist out there as as we saw more and more uh, winds that uh, kept drying things out as well. Uh, that was a big issue uh, all the way across uh, in in portions of uh, Nebraska. Now I, I've seen reports that there's more and more grain coming out of Ukraine. How's that situation looking? They're they're going as as well as expected according to what uh, Ukraine, Russia, uh, Turkey, and the UN had kind of laid out for everybody. They're doing what they what they expected. The last I heard on Friday, there were another uh, ten ships that were uh, in port, ready to be uh, filled and sent uh, sent back out, and uh, that's uh, in line now. Uh, everyone else, uh, all the analysts out there, no one expected this. We we were really kind of more negative on it, thinking that it just there was just no way that uh, we were going to get away with, or U- Ukraine was going to get away with actually shipping this stuff without some sort of intervention from the Russians. But for right now, it sounds like everything's going uh, going very well on that portion of the Ukraine situation. Obviously, the war still rages on over there. All right, Greg. Well, a lot of great information. I'm waiting to see what the markets do this week. Uh, if folks want to talk marketing strategies with you guys at Allendale, how do they get in touch? They give us a call at 800-262-7538. That's 800-2-MARKET. All right, Greg. Well, thanks for the insight, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale here on the Opening Market Podcast. Let's go ahead and take a look at those market numbers. September corn down one and a quarter at 624 and three quarters. December down two and a quarter at 621 even. September beans up eight and three quarters at 1497 and a half. November up five and a quarter at 1409 and a quarter. Soy meal up eight dollars and thirty cents at four sixteen thirty. Soy oil fifty nine cents lower at sixty five seventy three. Chicago wheat down two and a half at seven sixty eight and a half. Minneapolis.
Minneapolis wheat down seven at eight eighty. Kansas wheat down four and a half at eight forty two and a half. December oats up two at three eighty nine and a quarter. October live cattle fifty seven cents lower at one forty four sixty seven. September feeders down seventeen cents at one eighty four fifty seven. October lean hogs down forty five cents at ninety two sixty seven. Pork cutouts unchanged at one hundred four ten. Class three milk unchanged at twenty oh eight. Thanks again to Greg McBride for joining us here on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <music> <laughs>